Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So I want you to mark your calendar for a super special date coming up. So obviously, if you're listening to this sometime in the future past uh, June of 2022, uh, you don't have to mark your calendar. (laughs) But if you're listening to the show uh, anytime uh, in kind of close to when these episodes are coming out, I want you to know that I am putting on an amazing special event. I do this from time to time, you know, because you've If you've been listening to the show, you know that we've had the Know Your Niche training and other great stuff that I offer totally for free. And I have one coming up on June 2nd. And this is called Magnetic. And Magnetic is, first of all, I just want you to know that I think that for now, for till forever, anything that I ever create, I'm always going to have you all in mind, right? Because doing the show and hearing from everybody what is really resonating and, and what you're loving hearing, it is so inspiring for me. It really helps me to, to get even more excited about what I want to create in the form of workshops and events and um, and classes and all that. So Magnetic is for all of you. And it is literally about how to show up in your business, and I think in your life too, totally authentically and as yourself and owning your story, owning your voice, owning your truth so that you can be your greatest client attraction magnet, right? So even though we put out content and we have to do all kinds of stuff to build our no love and trust and to build our authority and our expertise, at the end of the day, you are your number one asset in your business. And you've heard me talk about this so many times. And so I'm putting on a four-hour workshop on June 2nd where I've actually invited five colleague friends of mine that are also experts in transformation and messaging and putting yourself out there and using your voice. And I'm bringing in these five unbelievable experts so that we're all going to be together at once. And I'm going to be having conversations with them and they're going to be giving you some tips and things to help you use your voice, feel more confident. We're going to be talking even about like your style and even a little bit about like social media. So it's it's happening and the sign up for you to grab your free spot is actually in the show notes. So just to remind you where the show notes are, when you're listening to the show, you'll see that there's a little blurb and it usually says for full show notes and more info, click here. If you click on there, it's going to take you to the podcast Uh, page of my website, and there's going to be an easy peasy link for you to sign up for Magnetic. It's free. And yes, the answer is I will be sending out a recording if you can't make it. But I always like to 
put the disclaimer that anything you can attend with me for free, you should, because my live events are fucking awesome. I'm just going to say that. They are so good. So being in the room with me on Zoom, there's so much energy. It's so high vibe. And you'll you'll come away feeling so excited, enthusiastic, inspired. So if you can be there live or even for part of it, you know, you can pop in and out. It's on Zoom. Okay. So that's the little, that's the little advertisement that we're starting with, but it's free, right? So I hope you can come magnetic, um, you're all going to love it. All right. All right. So now speaking of being your greatest lead magnet, you being the, your greatest asset in your, in your business and really what is going to be your best client attraction tool yourself. Um, what I wanted to talk about today was what I call my client attraction and visibility paradigms. I love paradigms. I don't know how, if I've mentioned paradigms before, if I've had an occasion to in any of the episodes yet. I'm sure I have because like I love paradigms. So paradigms and affirmations are such important tools that we have. Um, And here's the thing, everybody, you can make up paradigms and affirmations. That's the beautiful thing, right? Is that paradigms and affirmations are two different, they're, they're slightly different. They're two forms of kind of forming true statements, forming what's true. All right. So you've heard me talk about affirmations. So, and maybe we'll do an episode coming up soon about affirmations, but affirmations are a confirmation, right? Or a validating of something that, that you actually want to be true, right? And we usually use affirmations like about ourselves, you know, like for ourselves, like, like I affirm, you know, I affirm myself. I wake up every morning and I affirm myself, you know, um, I, I, I tell myself what I know I need to hear. I am, I am a, a powerful CEO of my successful business. I am magnetic, right? Sometimes that's one of my affirmations or, um, I am, you know, I am exactly where I am meant to be while, while creating the life and business of my dreams. Um, everything is happening as it should, you know, uh, the universe has my back. So affirmations are, are affirming statements that we can repeat to ourselves so that our subconscious really believes those statements rather than the made up shit that our brains, and you know, I talk all the time about your human brain and how its default settings are just not great, right? Our default settings of our brain, (laughs) they're not awesome. And so that's why we have work to do on a daily basis or on a whatever for you it is, weekly, monthly, you know, and every once in a while we need like a really serious injection of some mindset work. So, um, you know, you've heard me talk about attending retreats and doing certain things where I really feel like I up level my mindset and my identity because it's a little bit more concentrated. You know, it's like a couple of days of just putting yourself in this high vibe um, container. So, and that's why I create, that's why I'm creating magnetic because I really believe that if you can carve out the time in your schedule and show up for a couple of hours and immerse yourself and your brain 
in such high vibe content, being around like inspiring people who are there to cheerlead you and to and to help you feel really great about your business, wherever you are in your business, whether you're starting or, or if you're scaling and growing, we need to do this work all the time. So one of the reasons I create this stuff that I create is because I really believe for my clients and for all of you, my 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 people, right, my community, that I want to provide these opportunities for you to up-level. And we don't always up-level in a big way just from doing our sort of daily maintenance of our minds, you know? All right, but I digress. So that's a little bit about the importance of affirming. But paradigms, which I really started getting interested and excited about paradigms when I was really diving in to being a yoga scholar, right? So I not only have been a teacher of poses and asana for so many years, 20 years, but I've always been somebody who's really passionate about the um, the psychology and the scholarship and the philosophy and the spirituality uh, that comes with yoga. Because that's actually really what yoga is. And the poses are kind of a vehicle to getting your body conditioned so that you can experience these higher levels of of connection, right? These higher levels of even just working with your own brain, right? You all know that if you're having some issues in your physical body, like if your physical body is bothering you, you've got a pain. Like I had this shoulder injury for the last, oh my God, like during the whole pandemic, I felt like my arm was falling off. But like, but I've had injuries like throughout my life, you know, I'm 54. I've been a pretty physical person from being a dancer to being a yogi and, you know, whatever. Your body goes through shit. And so you go through pains and aches or illnesses or whatever. And you know that when you're experiencing stuff, it can be a distraction, right? It can be make it, it can kind of like pull down on your high vibe mindset. It can definitely challenge your high vibeness. And so one of the premises of yoga is the understanding that the human physical body will be a distraction if it feels tight or stiff or pain or suffering. And that's why we do the asana is so that we can condition our bodies so that they're not going to get in the way or interfere with our ability to do the real work, which is the mind work, which is the the mind body, not mind body, the mind soul work, right? So one of the things that I've always loved about yoga is that there are tenets or paradigms, right? There are these statements, especially if you've ever studied the Yoga Sutras, which is one of the most ancient texts, and it's where the teachings of yoga are outlined in these statements, These statements that if you decide that you want to uh, be a student of yoga or be a person who um, lives, who who wants not rules, but who wants to sort of like have these guidelines, right, to live by, then you're going to take these statements, right? In this case, they're called sutras, right, which is a a Hindu word, which means stitch or a small, it, it references a small aphorism that when you link it all together, it kind of, it kind of Im- encompasses the teachings, right? Um, and if you want to be someone who believes in the practice of yoga, you're going to take these paradigms, these sutras, these aphorisms, and you're going to decide that they're true. You're going to hold them to be true because it's what you desire to believe in because by believing in them, it helps you 
to have a better outlook, to have a better perspective, to have a lens that you're seeing the world through that helps you to have an, a, a positive experience in the world, even when there are challenges and difficulties, right? Which there's always going to be. So I love the concept of paradigms. And over the years, as a yoga teacher, I really created a lot of paradigms around the art of teaching and the art of actually practicing yoga that that became tools for me to teach all the teachers that I was teaching how to be teachers. If I could share with them these paradigms, it would really help to sort of create a container within which we all could agree to believe certain things to be true that would help us to be to be clear and to be and to be successful. And what I mean by successful is to be able to manage our minds, that is one of the most important things that we can do to be successful, right? I mean, if you can manage your mind, regardless of what's going on, right? Like shit happens, things are not always perfect. You are setting yourself up for success because one of the the most important things for your success is that you can manage your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings while journeying, right? While going through this journey and especially journeying in your passionate and prosperous life and business. I um, made a little video today and I was talking about how when you are like us, when you're a creative, a coach, um, you know, a healer, a thought leader, all the list, you know, all the stuff I always say, one of the things that can really come up for us is that we are often choosing to to like forge a path for ourselves that isn't traditional, right? A lot of you are trying to build your own businesses. You're being entrepreneurs. You're starting from scratch. You're making a big change. You're doing something new. You're doing something different. Maybe you're back to doing what you thought you were going to do when you were growing up. And then you kind of went down this more traditional path. And now here you are. I don't know how old you are, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And you're like, man, fuck that. I got to be myself, right? Um, so, So when that's us, when that's you, One of the things that comes along with that is it can be a lonely road and it can feel really frustrating and scary to have to be figuring all of this stuff out and making it up, making it up as you go along, right? Even even though you've got people like me who want to give you strategy and tips and and hints and help you and whatever, uh, who am I? I'm just someone who's a little further down the road. I'm someone who, yeah, I've got some I've got some skills and I've got some some good intuition and stuff that I can help you with. But at the end of the day, we're all making shit up. We're all doing the best we can and making it up as we go along. And we're using some um some some proven data, right, of our own and of other people's to guide us and help us. But at the end of the day, We are having to just believe that our efforts and the investment, as you know from our our episode on, on getting a return on your investment, that our investments that we make, we are trusting that we are doing a good job by experimenting and by putting ourselves out there, by doing the best we can, by, you know, collecting information and making changes according to that. And we're growing our businesses and we're building our lives um, using our gifts, our skills, our intuition, and like, and, and doing the best that we can, right? And when that is, is us, it can be really nice 
to have some paradigms as a guide, as a guideline, like some things that you can decide if you want to join me, for example, in these paradigms that I'm about to share with you and let them help you and use them as sort of like as a, as, as a guide to what you would like to hold to be true. Because if you like what I'm about to share with you and you decide that you would like to also hold these paradigms to be true in this moment, right, that they've created an example or a pattern, that's what paradigms are, just so you know, they've created an example or a pattern, right, and they've given us a reason to believe that we can look at a certain a certain aspect of the way things work in the world or in life, and we can say, well, we have enough evidence or data to hold these things to be true. Now, you might not know these, like have these paradigms yet, right? Because maybe you don't have the same amount of data or experience as I do. So hopefully one of the reasons why you like listening to me or or why you work with me or why you will work with me in the future is because you're like, oh, I, you know, I like this, this shit that she thinks is true. I'm willing to get on that bandwagon, right? And let's all decide that we can use these paradigms as guidelines to help us to stay the course and to stay in the right mindset that we want to be in in order to do what we need to do. So the paradigms that I'm going to share with you today are paradigms that I actually created, A, for myself, so that's first of all, and B, for those that I work with, right? So this is something that the members of my group program, Out of Overwhelm and Into Action, which you've heard me mention, this is something that I ask them to literally print out <laughs> and, and keep next to their, wherever they do their work. I'm like, put it by your computer monitor, you know, tape it to the top of your laptop, put it in your, in your bag, like whatever, have it with you so that at any moment when you are having a freak out or questioning, showing up in your business, you're going to whip out these paradigms and you're going to look at them and maybe they're going to help you to calm the fuck down. Okay, so here's the thing. Having a passionate and prosperous business that you are building organically, organic means that you're not like taking out paid advertising, basically, right? That you're using yourself and your skills and your gifts and your and your information and your knowledge and your passion to make a business. One of the number one things that you have to do is make yourself visible. You have to put yourself out there. And this is not only on social media. When I say this, I mean, period, all the time, everywhere, in real life, on social media. So, you know, I work with plenty of people and, you know, we have an episode that's called like how to fall in love with social media or something and make your make your or sales and marketing, you know, how to fix that relationship. And we talk a little bit about like about showing up on social and stuff like that. But this is more, what I'm talking about right now is like literally if you want to have a business with clients, you have to be visible. You have to be talking. You have to be telling people that what you have available for them. You have to be making offers. You have to be making invitations. And you also have to be establishing your authority, your expertise, and building no love and trust, right? And so the way that we have to do that is first of all, we do have access to that thing called social media, which is free, right? It's very important to remember that. And then there's also life, right? And I I know that like we're not fully out of the P word, right? But we are 
in a better place when it comes to being able to interact with other human beings, right? Okay, so it is very important that you create opportunities for yourself to be visible because that is your number one client attraction tool. I don't even know what other client attraction tool there is. And so many people, and I'm not even going to say not me. I'm going to say that like, I get my little, um, you know, whatever's pop up, you know, I call it gremlins or, you know, your insecurities or your fears, you know, like a little imposter syndrome likes to show up here and there, or, you know, a little fear of failure or a little concern over what other people are going to think, right? That pops up. There's no way to completely eliminate any of that. But if for you, it's so extreme that it keeps you from putting yourself out there, from being visible, from telling people what you do, from seeing if you can get booked to do a little workshop or a talk at your local whatever, or from putting yourself on social media, from putting your beautiful face on social media, right? That's another thing that, you know, so many people that I work with, when I start working with them, I have to, we have to go through a whole coaching um kind of period of time till they will feel comfortable putting their face. You know, look, we all have self-consciousness about our appearance, about our looks. I know people who think they, they, they don't look good when they're talking. I mean, you, you name it, I've heard it. And we cannot let these things keep us from putting ourselves out there because otherwise we literally will not be able to attract clients. There's no other way to attract clients other than to make yourself visible, to make yourself seen and heard and to put out there, A, yourself, B, your face, C, your voice, D, your your valuable content, um, your amazing wisdom, your, your passionate mission and message. You've got to put all of that out into the world. Otherwise, there's no way for you to attract clients, all right? And that that's a fact. Like, I don't mean to be a downer or an asshole, but like, there's no other way to attract clients, okay? So I'm going to share with you my paradigms. And, and here's something I'm just thinking of right now. So I might like, I might feel like, oh my God, why did I say that? But I'm going to work it out. I know that some of you listen to this, like while you're walking the dog or while you're driving, like someone recently told me she has this like hour long drive to her mom's. Um, And she loves, you know, an episode fits in perfectly. So I know you might be doing stuff while you're listening and maybe not taking notes. Although I do know that some of you have told me that you do sit and take notes. But for this one, this is like a writer downer. It's definitely going to have like some note taking. So here's what I'm going to tell you. All right. And this is where I'm going to be like, oh, God, I hope I don't regret this. But uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the paradigms already typed out for you if you want them. So all you have to do is send me a message. All right. You have to just send me an email saying, I want the paradigms. All right. And then I'm going to send it to you. So you can listen to this episode. And then if you want them all written down for you the way I say them, I'm going to make sure you can have them. All right. Woo. All right. Well, that's exciting. Let's see who actually asks for the paradigms. Okay. So are you ready? I hope I got you all excited now to hear the paradigms. So there are 15 of them. All right. And these are my paradigms that I that I feel are the truths or that which I want us all to hold to be true so that we can show up in our businesses, right? The Like consistently, and confidently, because that is how we attract clients, all of us. 
All right. And it and it's and it's an ongoing thing. I don't think you're ever going to get to a point in your business where you're going to be like, I'm good. I don't need to attract any more clients. I mean, unless you're shutting down. Okay. So are you ready? So paradigms are the that which we are all agreeing to hold to be true. Paradigm number one. The number one activity that creates clients is conversations. So this this paradigm, I believe this so fully, like, I mean, like to the, the very, like, essence of my soul, all right? The number one activity that creates clients is conversations. So if anybody tries to tell you that the number one activity that creates clients is building a funnel, an automated funnel, don't listen to them, all right? Um, or that the number one activity that creates clients is, I don't know, working on your website, I, you know? The number one activity that creates clients is conversations. And what that means is, okay, now I'm going to I'm gonna put a little disclaimer on this. If you're selling like something super cheap, like a low investment, whatever, do you have to have a, a one-on-one conversation with someone for them to consider doing it? No. What I'm talking about here is like the kind of clients you want in order to grow like a substantial business. So if you want to make money in your business and you want to actually charge, you know, like a thousand dollars, more than a thousand dollars, and up for working with you in your in your signature program, in your Oz offer, as you've heard me reference my Yellow Brick Road system. In order for people to make an investment at a high level, okay, at a high level, whatever that means to them, usually it's more than a couple of hundred dollars and above. They're usually not doing that, like, quote-unquote, sight unseen. They're usually not doing that cold, and they're usually not doing that without feeling any connection to you or having any reason to have any no love and trust for you, okay? So if you are in the business of working one-on-one with people for now, and even if you're in the business of having a higher investment group program, like my Out of Overwhelm program is $5,000, Right? People don't sign up for shit without getting to talk to you. They just, they, it just, it's just something in there. It's, it, it makes sense. I wouldn't make a high level investment without getting to speak to the person I was investing with. So this not only is about talking to people who are ready to work with you. This begins with having conversations, period, with everyone you meet, everyone the dry cleaner, the person at the coffee shop, your friend, your friend of a friend, the waiter at the at the server at the restaurant you're at, your your mom's friend. Your it's conversations create clients period more than anything else. Okay? That's paradigm number 1. Paradigm number 2. Your number one client attracting tool is you. Your content is second. Now, you know that I believe that content is really important because it is, because it's what you're putting out into the world for people to take in, to absorb. You need to offer value. You need to share your expertise, right? And you need to give people a way to build a relationship with you. And that's usually through your content until they're ready to work with you. And your content is really important when it comes to people wanting to work with you because people are only going to like sign up for shit that seems good, right? So your content is really important, But you are your number one client attracting tool. Your energy, your essence, your personality, your vibe, like who you are, how you come across, people are going to resonate with you. 
And yes, of course, they're going to want validation that your content or what you're teaching or sharing or how you do your job, they're going to want to know that you've got some social proof and that you're validated. Yeah, okay, that's true. But they're still going to choose to look into you, to know more about you, to follow you, to get that, to build that trust with you based on who you are. And we all have our own magnetism. Every one of you is attractive. Every one of you is magnetic. Every one of you have qualities and things that make you awesome, that make another person think that you're awesome. And when we're talking about client attraction, we're not talking about sexual attraction, right? I mean, we're talking about that people need to be attracted to other people in order to want to follow them. So attraction is a real thing. And there are ways for people to be attracted to you that don't just have to do with like your, what you look like, your physical appearance, or like whether or not they want to date you, right? But attraction has to do with like, what do they resonate with? Like, what about you? Do they find interesting or cool? Why do they look up to you? What are you doing that they're kind of feeling like, huh, I kind of want to I want to do that too. I want to feel like that too. I want that energy. That's the kind of stuff that makes people attracted to you. So that's paradigm number two, okay? You are your number one client attraction tool and your content is second. Number three, consistency is key. It just is. It it rules over everything, okay? You could put out content every single day and have some of it be better than others. Some of it be amazing. Some of it be like meh, right? Some of it be totally inspired. Some of it be like a little boring, okay? And none of that matters if you're, if you're out there consistently, if you are showing up consistently. You cannot grow or build your business if you show up once and you're like, hi, everybody, I'm available. I'm, I am I have this. I do this. I do this. And you think like making some big announcement on social media and then you vanish and disappear and then you wonder like why nothing's happening. Well, that's because that is that doesn't do anything. A one-offs, one-offs, one-time things, they don't do anything. Consistency is key in every way, shape, and form. So you want to be successful in your business? You want to have a passionate and prosperous life and business? You've got to be consistent with everything that you declare you're going to do. You you want to have a morning routine? Be consistent with it. You want to do mindset work? Be consistent with it. You want to show up and be visible so that you can attract clients? Be consistent with it. There's no, nothing works. You know that. You, but you, let's say you wanted to like lose a couple of pounds. W- would you be like, okay, today, one day, I'm going to like not eat bread <laughs> and I won't have a drink, right? And then the next day you go back to doing, but I mean, not that it's bad. I, I don't think it's bad to eat bread and drink. You know, I do it. But if you wanted to lose weight, you wouldn't do one day of a diet and then the next day be like, huh, I just want to go back to doing everything the way I was. Why didn't it work? So I want you to think about your business in the same way. Showing up, because these paradigms are about visibility and client attraction, right? Showing up is something that you've got to be consistent about. You want to attract and create clients, you got to show up consistently, all right? And what that means is you've got to be out there. You've got to post 
again, I don't like to make it seem like you can only do business online, but my God, if you're not using the online space at all, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, unless you're out there consistently going to Starbucks every day or going to a, a, a co-working space or going to networking events or going, you know, literally making it your mission to be like, my consistency is that I wake up and I make it my business to go out and have a conversation every single day. So that could be you, right? But consistency is key. Number four, social media requires an investment of time and energy. So you know what? The reason this is a paradigm is because I, just like everybody else, wish that that I didn't need to use social media. Okay, I do. I'm like, I like doing it sometimes, but I also feel like, like, for example, I had did all this fun stuff this weekend. I went to see um, a Broadway play and I went to see this other show last night um, that my friend who's an amazing, um, he has this amazing program for teens and kids uh, who want to be in theater. And we went to this big show last night and it was incredible. Um, I do all kinds of stuff. And you know what? I don't photograph it and document it and post it all the time. I post some stuff, but like, you know, and then afterwards I'll be like, ah, shit. Oh my God. Why didn't I like do some documenting and get my freaking social media more active? Right. And I'll literally think that, and then I'll go, it's because when I'm in the moment enjoying something, I don't want to do that. I don't want to take out my phone. So I feel you. I know some of you feel that way. Okay. But here's the thing. If you want to grow on social media, it does require an investment of time and energy. It requires for you liking and engaging with other people's accounts. It requires for you to create content, to put it out there. It requires consistency. Number three. Um, and it does require you to spend some time on the platforms. And so if you've got a kind of like a, like a conflict, in you where you resent or don't want to have to spend time, then what I'm going to tell you is you're not going to get any love back, right? So social media requires an investment of time and energy if you want to get the benefit of social media, which would be people following you, people engaging with you, people liking your content and seeing it. And then, I don't know, maybe getting into a conversation with you, which would be amazing because that's paradigm number one right? Okay. So paradigm number five, using your face and voice in your marketing is essential. I wish that I could tell you that I thought hiding behind memes and making, you know, quotes on Canva (laughs) would be enough. I wish I could tell you that reposting other people's shit is enough. I wish I could tell you that like a, a motivational, you know, a picture of a sunset with a motivational quote, you know, is enough, but it's just not. All right. In these times when you've got so many people willing to put their faces and their voices, meaning talk, do videos, do reels um, on social, if you're not doing it, um, you're not going to get the social media. Um, you're, you're not going to get anything from social media. I'm, I'm just going to come right out and say that. So using your face and voice in your marketing is essential. The gone are the days of being anonymous or being like some message behind something. When someone gets to your website, they better see a picture of you. Um, when you put out any sort of content that you want someone to attend, there better be a photo of you on it. Um, using video, using reels, using like lives, 
it is just the name of the game. So here's the thing. The reason I put it as a paradigm, as something to hold to be true, is so that if you struggle with this, if you have a lot of feelings about it, if you if it's not something that you are have that you have kind of gotten yourself to the point of doing, then what I'm hoping is that by hearing that this is a paradigm and by seeing it, you know, like by by literally going, using your face and voice and your marketing is essential. If you decide to hold the paradigms true the way I'm hoping you will, then that's going to help you to do whatever you need to do, whatever work you need to do. It might be some inner work, right? You might have to do some mindset work. You might have to figure out what is your fear? What is the thing? What's the limiting belief? What is the thing that makes you feel that you don't want to put your face and voice out there? And then we've got to address that so that you can get over it and start doing what you need to do to create clients, right? So that's why it's a paradigm because it is true. And if you start to really hold it to be true, you will then start to ask yourself, what do you need to do to live into that truth, right? Okay, number six, stepping outside of your comfort zone is required. It is not optional. It is not maybe. It is not like something where you're like, wow, I feel so lucky. (laughs) Everyone else has to step outside their comfort zone and I don't. I'm just over here inside my comfort zone and my business is booming. It's not a thing. It's just not a thing. And the reason why it's so important to hear these paradigms is because everything that I am saying in these paradigms, I am addressing all of the resistance, all of the things that make you uncomfortable, all of the things that you wish weren't true, right? But hearing them and and hearing someone say, this is true, right? I think it's really important and helpful because it at least gets you, at least gets you thinking about Like, how do you want to live into this? How do you want to look at your own relationship to these paradigms and ask yourself, what would you like to do about it? Stepping outside of your comfort zone is required. I'm sorry. If, if it was in, if it's in your comfort zone, it means you're already there. You're already doing it. So if you want to level up, if you want to grow, if you want to expand, if you want to do the thing that you've never done before and get an outcome or a result that you've never gotten before. It is going to require for you to step outside your comfort zone. That that is just a fact. If you have an outcome, if you have a desire, if you have a thing, if your future self wants something that you've never created yet, you don't have it, okay? In order for you to get it, there's going to be a necessity for you to step outside, a requirement for you to step outside your comfort zone in order to get it. Number seven. (laughs) This is so good. Confidence is a byproduct of stepping outside of your comfort zone. So I know we all want the confidence first, right? But then it wouldn't be stepping outside your comfort zone, right? Because stepping outside your comfort zone is doing something that scares you. Literally, that's what it means. It means doing something that you're afraid of or that you, you know, that you need some courage to do, right? And there's a range of those things. Sometimes stepping outside your comfort zone is going live for one minute on Instagram, right? And sometimes stepping outside of your comfort zone is declaring that you're going to put on a big event, right? Or, or making a big investment. That's a big one that I do a lot. Every time I do it, I step outside my comfort zone. I'm like, Okay, I haven't invested this much 
And now I'm about to add to my investment. I just did it. I literally just did it um, a few weeks ago when I said yes to joining a high-level mastermind that my coach is creating. So I'm adding to my already large investment more so that I could be in this like additional up-leveling for me. I know it's going to like take me to the next level. And I'm a little bit scared because I don't know what that, I don't know what it feels like in that next level. I'm not right now. I don't know exactly what to do. So it's stepping outside my comfort zone. But confidence is a byproduct of stepping outside your comfort zone. Every time you do something that scares you and that takes courage and you do it and you live, because you see, that's what your brain is the most afraid of, right? Everything that you want to do that's outside your comfort zone, your brain literally is like, wait, you might die. Okay. Like that's what your brain is thinking. Whatever it is going live on Instagram, your brain is like, you might die. Making a big investment, you might die. Okay. Anything that you want to do that's scary, your brain is sitting there going, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I think it's too risky. You might die. That is the way our brains work. It's our number one greatest fear. Okay, so every time you do something that your brain was like, don't do it, you might die. Every time you do it and you live, you build up proof and confidence that you can do that and survive. And that is great news. And your confidence builds from that, right? Your confidence totally builds every time, builds every time you survive something that your brain thought was the worst idea, (laughs) that you were literally gonna die, that you were gonna be ostracized, that you were gonna completely freeze and fail and all of that, okay? All right, number eight. (sighs) Take a breath for this one. This is such a good one. It's really, really good for you. If this is the one that you take away, then good. Number eight, not everyone is going to like you or want to work with you. Not everyone's going to like you or want to work with you. And that's a simple truth. It's a paradigm. And if you can just walk around being like, yep, not everyone's going to like me or want to work with me, and you could be that matter of fact about it, you are going to have the best time creating clients because you are going to see the people that do like you or that love you and want to work with you, and you're going to focus on them instead of focusing on all the people that don't want to work with you. And I know that that's how your brain works because it's how our brains work until we train them not to. So until you train your brain not to focus on who doesn't like you and to focus on who does like you, you are going to really feel a lot of pain and suffering every day. You're going to be wondering why the billions and billions of people out there that aren't working with you don't like you, and you are going to be completely ignoring the handful of people, which is all you need, by the way, who are like looking at you with these puppy dog eyes, like, please work with me help me. Please, please give me what I need. And you're going to miss them because you're focusing on the people that don't want you. All right. So not everyone's going to like you or want to work with you. Number nine, there is no right or wrong. Everything's an experiment right? Can you do something wrong on social media? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to like, <laughs> if you're going to say fake shit, yeah, I don't like that. I, please don't be that person. Don't do that. But none of you are doing that. Like none of you are going to do that, 
right? But otherwise, like, there's no nothing you can do wrong. But you make a you make a video or a reel, and it's like not the most inspiring thing anyone's ever saw. Does that mean it was wrong? No. Um, everything that we do, we have to see it as an experiment that's going to give us more data. It's going to give us some more information, right? And sometimes that information is, woo, that really worked. All right, I'm going to mark that down and remember to do it again next time. And sometimes the information is, huh, oh, all right, well, I don't know. That didn't really get any, any, any great results. So I don't know. I won't, probably won't do something just like that again right? But there's no right or wrong. I have so many clients that are that are terrified to put themselves out there, whether it's on social media or, or even to declare that they're going to offer something, a course, a masterclass, a challenge, this or that, for fear that there's a way to do it wrong. And I'm like, you can't do it wrong. You, you, you have to make it up. I'm going to help you. I do have, look, when you have a mentor that's done a lot of shit, the good thing is they can be like, yeah, that's probably not the best choice. Or we can, I can be like, here's a best practice and I can share it with you and save you time, right? Or save you the experience of not something not being awesome. Um, but at the end of the day, there, it's not that it was wrong. It was just that like it could be better, right? Or you could use a better strategy or you could, you could have prepped better or you could have like thought in advance, right? That's why I am a reverse engineering specialist, right? Is because I help people reverse engineer the outcomes that they want to get from the stuff that they put out into the world. Because so many people are like, ooh, I want to create a course. And then they create a course and then they try to put it out there and no one does it. And so when you work with me, we start with, okay, um, who's the course for? And do you already have a lot of those people in your audience? Because if not, we can't just create the course. We also have to create the stuff that you're going to have to do, not have to, that you get to do in order to grow your audience so that you'll have people to do this course, right? So not, you know, there's no right or wrong. It's just that everything's an experiment. Even when I help my clients create launches for their programs, Right. I can share like what I think would be the best order of things and what the best timing is and what the best email sequence is, right? For myself as well and for everyone. But at the end of the day, we're still doing an experiment. We're going to do our best shot and we're going to use all of our best information and best um, past experience and we're going to do the best we can. And then we're also going to know that we're going to learn something and maybe, maybe, maybe something's not going to go exactly the way that we had hoped, but it doesn't mean that we made a mistake or that it was wrong. There's no such thing. Nobody out there can tell you exactly the right or wrong way to be visible, to attract clients. Like you've got to just go with your instinct and use yourself, right? In order to do that. Okay. Number 10. Ugh. This is such a good paradigm. They're also good. I'm in love with the paradigms, just so you know. Um, being in service is a strategy. So, you know, I, I, I know that there are, there are differences in opinion here, uh, like of different coaches or people like that do what I do that might tell you like about how much, you know, um, how, how you shouldn't give your time away for free or you shouldn't give your content or blah, blah, blah. And so what that does is it creates this like, 
fucked up mindset in so many coaches and creatives and people starting out in their businesses that they're already starting from a place of being like concerned with how long it like how long someone might need or how much nurturing or like putting themselves out there um and not and and and, and expecting results immediately you know, like there's so many episodes. I've, I've already done episodes around like the return on your investment and how it doesn't happen necessarily in a linear way. Um, but being in service is a strategy. So when you want to attract clients and create clients, focusing on being in service more than on marketing yourself or on promoting yourself, using that, like using service every single time you start having a freak out about about where are the clients? I don't have enough clients. I don't have any clients. I don't know how to get clients. Those are all the like thoughts, right? Guess what? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Go to paradigm number 10 and go, I'm going to go into service. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be in service. I'm going to offer value. I'm concerned about attracting and creating clients. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and be in service. That's how I'm going to go back to attracting clients. So being in service is a strategy. If you're waking up and going, oh my God, I don't know how to get clients. I don't know what to do. I need a client. Oh, what's the strategy? The strategy is go be in service. Get out there. (laughs) Go be in service. Okay? All right. Number 11. This is kind of like in number four, but it's like, it's different. Okay. So number four was social media requires an investment of time and energy. And number 11 is growing on social media takes time. So if you do want to use social media, which again, I highly recommend it. I mean, I'm not saying you have to like live on social media. I don't. Um, I'm not saying you have to become an influencer. This is always so interesting. Like when I talk about social media with clients and then I have to have the like the talk where I'm like, no, we're not talking about you becoming an influencer. Okay. There's this one guy. I can't remember if I've talked about him. There's this one guy that I follow on Instagram. He's like a reels guy. He's an Instagram coach. I don't know. He's awesome. I really, I really love his videos. But one time recently he put up a, a like a thing of how, of, of what his schedule is of like being on Instagram. And it was so fucking crazy. I looked at it and I was like, are you kidding me? Now, part of it could be like, I'm 54 years old. Like, I think 20-somethings and even 30-somethings are a little bit more like kind of like they're willing to 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 make more reels. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not willing to make all, all those reels. But anyway, um, so you don't have to be an influencer. But what you have to know is that growing on social media takes time. And if you apply a lot of the other <laughs> paradigms like consistency is key, using your face and voice in marketing is essential, right? Then Then you're going to understand that like, You've got to input all of that and that then seeing growth, seeing more followers, seeing more engagement, um, that it takes time. And so your whole freaking business takes time. You know, in the last episode, I, I said one of my favorite, it's also a paradigm, okay? Everything takes time and time is long. I love that. Everything takes time and time is long, you guys, right? So so some things take shorter than others, but some things take a long time. And so if you resist that and you're like, and you're angry at it and you're like, oh my God, why is it taking so long to grow on social media? Instead, what if you just accepted it? What if you're like, growing on social media takes time? 
<laughs> Maybe it would help your brain, right? So that you wouldn't be like frustrated or, or like expecting something. But instead you'd be like, yeah, it takes time. All right, number 12. Taking messy action is better than no action. Hi, all you perfectionists out there. I'm a perfectionist. I've worked so hard on this, and I feel like a freaking champ. I, 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 listen, you've got, you, like a lot of times people say to me, how do you put yourself out there so much? How do you create all that content? And this is one of the ways. Taking messy action is better than no action. And what does messy action mean? It means sometimes shit is just not going to be, is not going to be perfect. Sometimes you're not going to feel a thousand percent prepared. Sometimes you're not going to know exactly how it's all going to unfold or what you're going to do, but you got to do it. Because if you were waiting to know that it was going to be perfect and tied up neatly in a bow and had every script and every this and every, and had rehearsed it 30,000 times, you would not be able to do what we say that you should be doing in your business, which is to be consistent and take action all the time. So taking messy action, all right, is better than no action. Number 13, we're almost done. Done is better than perfect. Kind of similar to number 12, but sometimes we need to hear things in a different way, right? So taking messy action is better than no action and done is better than perfect. It's like the follow-up, right? So it's like, oh my God, how awesome does it feel when you finally just do something? It's just, you get it done, right? Rather than having it hang over your head and you thinking like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not perfect. It's not this. It's not that. But like fucking getting it out there, putting it out there, it is always going to be better than worrying about if it's perfect. Because guess what? Who knows what perfect is? There isn't even any such thing as perfect. Perfect is something that you make up in your head, right? Other people, what's perfect to you and what's perfect to someone like listening to you, watching you, seeing you is so different anyway that like, what the fuck does it matter? You can't know what someone else is going to think is perfect. So if you're going to like worry about your own standard of perfectionism, which is made up, you are going to be wasting precious time (laughs) and not getting things done. Okay, number 14, you're already ready. I want you to believe this one. I want you to hold this to be true. You're already ready. You're ready. Can you learn more? Yeah. Can you get mentorship? Yeah. Can you keep getting better at what you do? Yep. Can you take more advanced courses when you want to like fill your cup? Yes, you can. But you're already ready. You're ready right now. You're ready right now. And the reason why this is so important is you don't need anything else to attract a client besides you. Okay, I get it. You don't want to have a shitty program or no offer. So yeah, you need your offer. (laughs) But is your offer going to improve, get better over time? Is your content going to get better? Is is your messaging going to get better? Is your clarity about like what you do? I just had a massive up level in my clarity about what I do recently, last month, like two weeks ago. But I've been doing what I do for years now. You're already ready. And number 15, the final paradigm of this episode. If you don't let people know you can help them, you actually are doing everyone a disservice. 
So if you're going to walk around afraid of being salesy, afraid of asking people if they want to work with you, afraid of telling people how you can help them, afraid of making invitations, afraid of starting those conversations, afraid of putting yourself out there on social media, afraid of letting people see and hear you, afraid of sharing your important message and your mission, then guess what? you actually are are like an asshole because what you're doing is you're holding back all of your gifts from the world and from all the people that need you and them, need you and your gifts. Do you want to be that person? I don't want you to be that person because your voice is important and your message is important and the work that you do is important and there are clients out there right now waiting to work with you. So if you're going to like hide and hold back and have all kinds of things like perfectionism and I'll be ready when syndrome and imposter syndrome and all the all the syndromes and if you're not going to put yourself out there and you're going to come up with all the reasons why you can't and you're going to be afraid of social media or you're not going to want to be visible guess what's happening you're just keeping your important skills gifts and services from the people that need them and that's a shame and you shouldn't do that those are the paradigms Those are the paradigms of client attraction and creation. And they kind of also for kind of, um, you know, kind of couple with visibility and the importance of being visible and putting yourself out there in your business. So I hope that you like this. And again, if you want me to send you a list of it, of these, um, you know, shoot me a message and an email. Um, I really do think that like to keep your head together, to keep your mindset where you want it to be, to show up, like to just do this, right? It's not easy. Carving your path, being an entrepreneur, building a business, like making something from scratch, like using yourself as the thing, it's not easy. No, I'm not even trying to make it sound like it's easy. What I'm saying is we need tools. You need tools. You need to surround yourself with the things that are going to help you to stay the course and to keep showing up. So if if my paradigms that work for me, man, when I read them to you, I get fired up. I am so excited. I'm like, yes, this shit is true. I want to believe that this is true because I want to believe that creating clients and having a business is in my power. It's in my control. It's not dependent on somebody else. And there's nothing worse than feeling like you're not in the driver's seat of your business. It's literally why I do what I do is I believe that everybody can get to a point where they feel empowered to know how to create what they want in their business. And I can help you with that, with the strategy and with all the stuff that I can teach you. But part of it is also that you have to decide where you want your belief system to reside. Do you want to be in the beliefs that don't serve you and that make it harder for you to do what you want to do? Or do you want to live in a belief system that supports you getting to wake up every day and show up knowing that you're going to live and not die the way that your brain would have it, right? The way that your brain would tell you, oh, don't do any of that. You're going to die. 
So do you want to believe that system, that belief system, or do you want to override that and put in a different belief system where you're believing in your possibilities, where you're believing in that there, that you can't do anything wrong, where you're believing that talking to people is your number one activity, that being in connection, that forming relationships, that creating ways for people to experience you, that believing that your quirks and your imperfections and what makes you you, that that is why people will want to work with you, right? They are not going to want to work with you because they think that you are perfect because who knows what that even is? Who knows what that is? What is perfect? I don't even know a perfect. I feel like I, I'm like, I'm like, I, I think I'm kind of perfect, but my God, like you don't think I'm perfect. No one thinks you're, anyone's perfect. There's no such thing. Okay. So let me know if you want the list. Sign up for Magnetic, all right? Don't forget about that. It's on June 2nd. The link is in the show notes. You'll also, if you're on my email list, you'll get email reminders about it and everything. But come to this stuff because now that I have the show, this show that you listen to, it's really exciting for me to create my events because I feel like I might get to be with you, right? Like instead of just being one way in your headphones, but we'll be together and I can see your gorgeous face. Okay. All right. That's what I have for you. I will be in your headphones next week. I am sending you all the love and very high vibes. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>